Okay, if we're going to recreate this old pic of us that mom posted, we've got to get the outfits right. Well, for some reason, I can't find gauchos with a matching shrug anywhere. Let me try on my Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. I just use the S Pen to circle the outfit in the post, and bam, five sites to buy it from right here. Shut up. How did you... You shut it. Mom's coming. Cute outfit. Get me one. <laughs> circle it, find it. With the new Galaxy S24 Ultra and circle the search with Google. Upgrade now at Samsung.com. Internet connection required. Results may vary based on visuals. Everybody, welcome back to Active Quest episode 65. We're finally old enough to retire now. We can <laughs> get Medicaid or something. I don't know. Is that how that works, Josh? I have no I th- idea. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Joseph Yaden, or one of your hosts. Uh, joining me today is Mr. Chris Penwell. What is up, Chris? What is up, everyone? How's it going? It's going well. It's good to be here with you. Um, another week. We're all alive still, haven't died. Yep. So that's good. Uh, of course, joining us as well is Mr. Josh Nichols. Hello, Josh. Hello. It's good to be here. Uh, thank you guys for joining me today on this wonderful Friday evening for us here in the U.S. I, well, in North America, I guess in Australia, it's tomorrow already. <laughs> um, that's always weirded me out. Like, that it's tomorrow in other places. Like, if you just zoom out of that, how, how that just doesn't compute. Um, the sun is weird. The fact that we're on a rock flying through darkness is weird. Everything's weird. Yeah. So, and and Cincinnati chili is weird also because it's just like a meat sauce that you really? pour. Yeah. Look Wait, up three way. Look up three way skyline. I'm not looking that up. No, no, no. It's not. Porn. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's spaghetti. With the meat sauce and then just a mountain, just a heaping pile of cheese. Oh, that um, looks delicious. Man. I just looked it up. <laughs> there was something funny that happened this week, actually. Uh, I was watching a streamer and uh, we were talking about our favorite soups or whatever. And I said, oh my god, uh, an Oreo soup would be the best. And then I looked it up and regretted it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. It's nasty. PSA. PSA from Chris. Yeah, it's, Don't it's look gross. Up, uh... It's gross. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, again, this is episode 50 or 65. Sorry. Um, and you can find our show pretty much everywhere where podcasts are available. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at ActiveQuest, uh, at ActiveQuest Show or via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and remember, we still have our little challenge going where if you get us to 40 reviews on iTunes, Chris will be forced to play the rootin' tootin'est game of all time, Red Dead Redemption 2. And if you can go a step further and get us to 50, I'll be forced to play one of the Kingdom Hearts games. So yeah, I, just I want to stop at 40. More. Just I stop want... at 40. No, 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 no. Go, go to 50. I want to see him struggle with me. I want to see him in pain. Yeah, if that happens, Chris, I will most definitely be contacting you quite frequently to get some help. So, i'd be happy to help <laughs> so yeah it's been a, a slower week for news there's a couple bigger stories there's actually uh 
Yeah, there's actually quite a bit to get through now that I'm looking at the doc here. So we'll jump into all that. Yeah, there is some good stuff. There's some bad stuff as well, but that's par for the course for times like these. We hope everybody is staying safe out there, wearing masks if going out in public and gloves and and all that and avoiding going out if you if you can at all possible um what else what else oh let's let's talk about what we're gonna discuss on the show here um so san diego comic-con was canceled we'll jump into that very briefly um some quick you know upcoming games got release dates uh jump force is coming to switch that's kind of unexpected um the big story of the week i guess well actually there are a couple big bigger stories um resident evil 4 is apparently being remade so we'll discuss that um i think an even bigger story though or arguably as big as jason schreier is leaving kotaku so that'll be a a huge blow yeah so we'll we'll discuss that and then um there was a bloomberg article that was released about the uh, ps5 launch and, and some interesting statistics about that so we'll jump into that uh chris has a new impromptu segment that i have no idea what that's going to be hopefully yep. that goes well or if it doesn't you'll see that train wreck you know hopefully it it's not a load of Vario soup <laughs> god damn it uh still we've <laughs> we've still been uh trucking along in final fantasy 7 remake still in love with it i still think it's excellent yeah. um one of my favorite games of the year haven't finished it but i think all of us have put quite a bit of time into it so we'll be able to talk about it a little bit more extensively got a listener question to get through as well and some more game discussions so you guys can look forward to that um what else i think that's pretty much it uh have you guys had a good week this week has it been better than last week or worse how's it how's it been going for you guys I'm like in that weird spot where I'm like having a really good time because I'm an introvert I'm working from home um I have more time, et cetera, et cetera. But then, like, whenever I think about how, like, the whole fucking world's on fire and everyone's arguing about who should go back to work first and shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, when I'm in my bubble, I'm fine. But as soon as I think about everything happening outside my house, then I'm like, fuck. Here's the thing. We shouldn't be even thinking about going back to work at this point. Still. Yeah. It's it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Down there. Yeah, I hear, I hear that they're trying to get people to go back to work, like, next week. That's fucking yeah. stupid. Holy shit. I, just don't, I don't know if that's true or what the source is on that. Uh, Andrew Cuomo was that. just saying today, 2,000 people per day are still being admitted to uh, New York's ICU. Oh, like, you know, he was like, this is definitely still happening. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just <laughs> tough. It's, I mean, the economy is in in really bad shape right now, so to an extent, I kind of get it. But also, you shouldn't undermine the health of your you know community right like it's like it seems like it's an obvious choice so again yeah we're thinking of everybody out there and you know we're thinking of people who lost their jobs i mean I, I keep seeing on twitter people losing their jobs all the time and looking for work and all this and especially you know uh in our community you know the video game community the freelancers are in really bad shape right now mm-hmm. EGM sure you, just uh, shut off um, right i'm freelance submissions so yep but um, I, this isn't like a news topic or anything we're going to dive too deeply into. Um, but uh, uh, any of you know any of those EGM freelancers who might be listening to this, uh, you can pitch all of your stories to Uppercut. Uh, they're accepting every pitch that was sent to EGM prior to it shutting off its freelance pool. So that's cool. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, make sure you guys pitch your stories over to Uppercut, uh, and they have a little donation going on as well that they're gonna 
put back towards their freelancers. So that's a really awesome thing too. Um, so yeah, it's just been, it's been weird, but again, I'm glad to be here with you guys here. Video games have helped out a lot. I've oh, been yeah. playing a lot more games. I've been watching shows and it's been nice relax time or as that Josh was... calls it, super Mario time. Dude, right? super Mario time is good. Um, <laughs> something that uh, made me really happy uh, kind of on the same topic was uh, the last inside Xbox episode. It started off with Phil Spencer, like, you know, in his like house. Cause of course it was remote and he was talking about how he's just really happy with like how much he's seeing video games as a whole help people right now. Oh yeah. And that was just something that I was reminded of. Like, it's not just people like us that are playing more games. Like people that may not, you know, maybe don't normally play as many games or, you know, checking out games more. And they're seeing that, you know, it can be a nice form of entertainment, but also escapism. And that's, you know, it's good to have that in life. Cause that is sometimes what we you need. need. That, that yeah. is what we need right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's, it's just weird. And I think we all need to sort of think about things logically. And as Josh said last week, or Chris, one of you guys, um, you know, be nice to people when you're going out in public to the people mm-hmm. who are working out there and all that, you know, that whole thing. It's a whole, yeah. it's, a, it's the same spiel every week, but I think it's worth reiterating. Um, so yeah, let's just do some quick notes here and then we'll jump into the news proper a little bit later. Um, the first story I wanted to cover here just really quickly, um, the, uh, Sony's, uh, play at home initiative. So you guys can jump on that and take a look on the PlayStation blog. Uh, the, I mean, the big, the big part of that is that Sony is giving away Un- the Uncharted collection, so Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, and Journey all on PS4 for free. Don't have to have a PS Plus subscription. It's just free, no strings attached. And as Josh said before, I think we started recording here, you get to keep those forever as long as you you know have downloaded them right now within the wow. uh, time frame. That's cool. So that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to keep doing that, uh, but it's a nice gesture, and I think... Um, you know, I hope sort of... Xbox and Nintendo do something like that too. Right? Yeah. Like I agree. Nintendo could give away like a multiplayer game that you know, like some fun titles they could give away, Snip and then like Xbox or something. Yeah. Oh, Snip Clips, That's a good one. Or yeah. like even like Arms. I know that's more expensive, but like that'd be a good one to try to. It would mean it would boost its recognition at least, and then like Xbox would give away like Halo Five or something. I don't know. You know. I yeah. Think Xbox. I think Microsoft are already giving something away, but I'm, I'm hmm. not sure what it was. Did they? I don't remember. Maybe they did. Yeah, actually, Chris, you might be right. So yeah, go download those games if you haven't played them already. Um, I know these were free on PlayStation Plus, so you might already have them. But if you didn't get them at the time, you can get them for free now. And I would still um, do it even if you have Plus because you own these, you know, forever. So yeah, that's a good well point, Josh. That's a good point. Um, the other uh, quick note here: uh, San Diego Comic Con has been canceled, and you know that's just another sort of cancellation in the gaming convention sphere. think also Gamescom was officially canceled. We don't have that on the show notes here, but yeah, pretty much conventions for the rest of the year, I think, are shut down. I think there was an anime show that got shut down as well. But Jeff Keighley's thing is still going on, but it's going to be a digital event. So we're still What's that called? Get, uh, Gamescom Live, I think it is. And yeah. uh, he's going to be uh, showcasing, a, so showcasing a bunch of different games. Uh, during that show, hopefully they'll be better than what he showed at uh, the Game Awards. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> the previous year's Game Awards was so good that it, it was kind of hard to top that, you know? Yeah, true. So, um, all right, so a couple uh, quick releases. There's a new XCOM game coming out this week by the time you guys hear that. So you guys can check that out. I never really got into the XCOM series, but I think I'm going to f- jump in uh, when 
I guess it's XCOM 2 comes out on Switch, so I'm going to play that. I love announcements like this. It's yeah, called XCOM Chimera, Chimera Squad, and it yeah. has like aliens and people working together, which is a new, which is a first for XCOM, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. I, I love announcements like it's um, announced and then released the next week or the next day. I freaking love that kind of yeah, I do too. practice. It's hard to do that, though. But yeah. when it's done, it's, it's pretty cool. is a pretty big franchise to do that. The so. Modern Warfare 2 remaster, I know it leaked, but the fact that it was officially announced like and came out like yeah. you know, pretty like, much on pretty the much same, same time was crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? There's a pretty big Minecraft uh, graphic overhaul coming out on PC uh, awesome. later this week. Yeah, so you guys, Minecraft fans, can check that out. There's an RTX beta going on, and it's actually... It started on April 16th, so... You guys will already be able to try that at this point. Um, also, R.I.P. April sixteenth. That was the day uh, Cyberpunk was supposed to come. Ah, uh, yeah. R.I.P. Um, what else? Let's keep let's keep moving on here. Oh, there's this interesting little story. Uh, there's a Game Informer story here with more info about the Dark Pictures. Uh, little Hope. That's a follow up to Man of Medan. That's super massive. Uh, sort of what's it called? The the Dark Pictures anthology. Their horror series. It's sort of in the same vein as uh. Until Dawn. But I guess from whatever, from what I've seen, I never played Man of Medan, but people weren't so hot on it. So maybe it's this bad. will be better. Still no release date on Little Hope, but that'll be out, I think, sometime this year. They Summer, said they, I believe. Yeah, you know, before they released Man of Medan, they said something like they wanted to have a new game out every six months, which that didn't happen. So I don't know what happened, what was going on with that. When did it come uh, out? Yeah, it came out... Uh, may or march or something of last year so they august already... august 30th oh okay i guess i'm a little ahead of myself it's a little then. close so yeah something like that anyway you guys can look forward to that uh this was sort of a big surprise announcement here too um jump force is coming to switch i think this yeah. one took everybody by storm chris did you have any thoughts on this uh, yeah, Jump Force isn't that great of a game. Um, <laughs> it really isn't. I, I, I didn't it's, like it either. Yeah. It's, it's very dull. Uh, oh, yeah, you were able to play it because of Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, I checked it out in Game Pass. Um, I deleted that after like 10 minutes. Yeah, I wanted to like it. Like, I like anime, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just not very good. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, but So just, yeah, check it out. Don't just buy it. You know, like, look into it first. See if it's your thing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, and the combat system is super basic, so I, I don't recommend it for the Switch. Um, might be able to get a review code, see if they've changed a few things here and there, but yeah. As um, soon as I started and it was like, make a character, I'm like, no, I'm Goku. What do you mean, make a character? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to make a character in an anime game. What? You know, yeah. like... It sounds cool weird. In, yeah. in concept. And, like, when they first announced it, it looked awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it, the yeah. idea of, like, a... Uh, What's it called? Shonen, Shonen, mm-hmm. Shonen Jump or whatever. Yeah, uh, game. Oh man, that sounds rad. But I hope they revisit the concept because the concept's a good idea. It just didn't. They just. I don't like what they did with yeah. it. You know. Just, so maybe they'll make a. Yeah. Make it a two D fighting game. It's so obvious. Yeah, that's the weird thing, Joseph. It's like the. It's like a three D. Like I don't. It's like. Oh, I've played it. I played. Yeah. It. Okay. I played, played it before it came out. I played it at E three, and I'm like, huh, this is definitely a fighting game. <laughs> Yeah, if it yeah. was like Budokai or Mortal Kombat, I'd be way more into it. But 
Yeah. But this is a good sign for uh, Bandai Namco, though, because they might release like Code Vein on Switch or something cool like that. So Code Vein oh. is awesome. I yeah. loved Code Vein. Yeah, really good game. Um, and then the final, uh, just a uh, you know release date here: Streets of Streets of Rage Four finally got a release date. It's going to be twenty five bucks, and it is coming out April twenty third. So let's see. This episode will go live on the twentieth. So yeah this week by the time you guys hear this so that's chris it. That's it. you know what to do man get those emails going get me a free, uh, <laughs> give I'm me a free copy of, of this you. game i'm already ahead okay. of you i did it i did it <laughs> um you know what's really interesting though it, you know there are these games that are being announced and all that and that's that's great um i just feel like this year is, is going to be kind of barren when it comes to releases uh, i think mm-hmm. final fantasy 7 was like the last big game um and i know you know last of us and cyberpunk and what do you guys think about cyberpunk because they're saying it's still going to come out on time but you know i'm just nervous i think it's happening yeah we discussed this last week i i think if it came out on time i wouldn't be surprised but i don't know man this seems like it's uh just a weird time to release such an expensive game like that where you have to make a lot of money to to earn you know to even break even on it so yeah but we were saying this before, like, um, we're just going to play a bunch of games this year. We have enough games to play to oh fill, my out, God. fill it out. Dude, here, let me let me just put it to you this way. Here, I've, I've got my PS4 up here, and I'm going to scroll over to my library. And on my purchased list, which I, which I think is separate from your PlayStation Plus list, I have 300 games. 299 oh, games. 299, sorry. And then my PS Plus games, I have 112. So that's over 400 games on my PS4 alone. That's not counting Steam. That's not Switch. counting Switch. That's not counting, you know, any other, you know, Vita, whatever, uh, backlog on other systems. Um, it, it, it's just crazy. Like, it, we'll be fine, basically. Yeah. What I'm saying. Just for your yeah. backlog. Um, I just bought uh, Days Gone, uh, bloody, uh, what was it? Uh, Bioshock, you bought that? Bi- that right? I, no, that was from the Plus um oh, i yeah. got oh, dead okay. rising 2 and i got watch watchdogs 2 mm. so watchdogs 2 is really good yeah i like watchdogs 2 days a lot. gone looks like it looks really attractive for 20 bucks too yeah yeah and it's good it, it, watchdogs 2 is cool it's, it's, it takes place in san francisco which i love san francisco a lot and it's on yeah. sale right now uh, i think it's like 15 dollars. Yes. yeah there's a huge sale going on on ps4 so you guys can check that out all right boys uh with that being said why don't we jump into some news? You ready? All right, let's do some news here. First story uh, is... Okay, so yeah, Resident Evil 3 came out, and... Although it wasn't as critically well-received as Resident Evil 2, it sold respectively. And so naturally, the next game that, you know, the next remake they're working on is Resident Evil 4. And so what I wanted to discuss with you guys, by the way, this is just a rumor. So it hasn't been officially confirmed that Resident Evil 4 is mm-hmm. coming back. But, but I, think it, I think it makes sense. Um, assuming this is real, I want to get your guys' thoughts on you know whether or not you think this game needs to be remade if you do think it needs to be remade what you know what should it do or what should it not do and before we get into that too i just want to 
just mention a couple things. So um, it's apparently uh, it's here. I've got a story from PlayStation Lifestyle here. This is Chandler Wood, editor in chief over there. And in the story, you guys can read it, but it's reportedly in development with Shin- Shinji Mikami's blessing. And it's going to have a bigger dev team than Resident Evil 2 and 3. Uh, remakes, of course. Um, what else? Oh, and it will supposedly come out after Resident Evil 8. That's the, that's the one Village. Thing. Or Resident Evil 8 Village, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, let me throw it over to Josh. Josh, number one, do you think this is happening? And number two, if, if do you think Resident Evil 4 needs to be remade? Go. Um, yes, I think it will happen. And yes, I think it needs to be remade, not because the original doesn't stand up still, but because Resident Evil 4, like, think about the influence it had in the industry. It can now benefit from all of the, you know, ripples that it, re- you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it created a genre, basically, back when it released. Like, it, it's responsible for so many things that we have today. And even if you're thinking, like, oh, well, this came from Gears of War, or this came from this game, or God of War, or this came from you know, The Last of Us, how many of those things, though, you know, w- were influenced from Resident Evil 4? So, like, I mean, it, it could it could do so many improvements just because technology's changed so much since it released in, like, what, 2004, I think? Mm-hmm. I think it's when yeah. it released. Yeah, it's, it's, been, I mean, it's been almost 20 years. 2005, um, yeah. Yeah, 2005, okay. So, I mean, I, I still love the original game. I, I do. I've, I've bought it on, like, everything it's on, and I've replayed it a gazillion times. I think it still holds up really well. But I also think that Capcom's not going to stop porting Resident Evil 4. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like their Skyrim, you know, like it's not going anywhere. You're still going to get to play Resident Evil 4. In fact, you can have a new version I would, too. I would argue that Resident Evil 4 is on more platforms than Skyrim is. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that thing was on. Uh, Let's count them. Okay. So it was on PS2. It was Wii. on GameCube. It was on Wii. It was on. Wii U. Wii. Was it on Wii U? It was a downloadable version of the Wii version, but I mean, it was okay. It was there. So it's on PS3. It's on PS4. It's I, already. I think that's surpassed the platforms on on. It's on, on 360, it's on PC, Xbox yeah. One. Yep, PC, Android, Switch, Android, iOS. Yeah, yeah. So I think it, it. You can play Resident Evil 4 in more places than Skyrim, which is and kind you of can play it on the Zebo. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What but it can that? run Resident <laughs> Evil 4. Oh my god. So yeah, I mean I, I think they should. And even if you're even if you, you know, end up preferring the original version, you're not this doesn't take anything away from you. It gives sure. a new audience uh, a modern way of playing, you know, the 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 original game, however it's tweaked, but you know, that 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 experience. And it gives us another way to, you know, play with characters and locations and and dude, the boss fights for Resident Evil 4 alone, I could talk about for two hours. Like, Ugh. you know, like it's it's just it's such a fun experience. I'm excited to, to experience it differently. You know, yeah. so yeah, I Assuming think it will. And I think real. it needs to happen. All right, Chris, your turn. Yeah, I think Leon controls like trash in um, <laughs> Resident Evil 4, so it'd be nice to get a new version of that uh, with spruced up um, controls. Uh, also, I think there's some gameplay elements that could be fixed. Like that um, person you have to look after, the president's daughter, what's her name? Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, Min, um, the Min Max podcast, um, they mentioned uh, uh, that Ashley could be more active in the battle or something, like Eddie is mm. from The Last of Us. 
Or yeah. even like Elizabeth in Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I think I think that'd be really smart if they did that. They could also have her not get raped by zombies. Because that happened in the Christ. original and it was I did not like that. Whenever I play it, I'm like, really guys? Yeah. Like it's it's like super, super like implied and I I was hated that. But anyway, yeah. uh, I agree with you, Chris. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just hated that. I hope they remove that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the source on this is Video Games Chronicle. Um, they mentioned that sources close to them have <laughs> have uh, told them that this is in development. Um, yeah, so for me, I absolutely think this game needs to be remade. But what's interesting is it seems like the vocal majority of people are in disagreement with all three of us. Um, it's so weird, too. A lot of people are like, nope, this game is perfect <laughs> at the way it is. It's not perfect at all. I, I Dude, like, here's the deal with Resident Evil 4. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It, I, I could still play it right now. I, I do. It I love it. It looks dull and drab. It. It's really dark and moody yeah. and there's no personality to it. There's, well, um, I, I think there's still personality. Quick time events. I, so, I so yeah. So I think it controls like butt. And, and you can at me all you want on that. I, I know a lot of people are totally fine with the controls. And I will say... It's the best controlling Resident Evil of the of the first four games, you know. I think that's fair, but yeah, it 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 just there's so many outdated features, like or whatever features if you want to call them that. Like first of all, yeah, Ashley is just that 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 character does not work in 2020 no, or whenever no. 2022, whenever this comes out. I mean, this damsel in distress sort of idea that just doesn't work anymore i mean how many games are we going to play that's damsel in distress i mean mario <laughs> zelda they're all these games yeah. that are that that keep do- i mean but they, I, they've that- stopped doing that now in recent games breath of the world yeah. zelda's more self-sufficient exactly you know? but and but, then also um i don't know in re2 you know claire right? redfield was a badass yeah i'd say even more so than even uh, more leon. even more than leon yeah 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 and and resident evil 3 jill is fucking awesome Mm-hmm. I mean, holy My other shit. Frustration is when people say the original is fine, but ask yourself, could it be better? Right. You know, if it yeah. could be better, then why not? And you could still have this old game. You're not losing that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, like the sort of hokiness. And I know a lot of people love it for that. They love, they think it's charming. And to an extent, I agree. I think some of the little weird things that happen that might not be... The dialogue is yeah, really yeah, funny still, you know, the, even though yeah, the it's dialogue, like I'm torn on the dialogue. I don't know if the dialogue needs to be changed. A lot of people would be mad if it, if it gets changed. See, this is a really beloved game. This is arguably the most beloved Resident Evil game. And so you're going to get people who don't like it. But I think so far, Capcom has been pretty good mm-hmm. with its remakes. Except I know, for RE3. I don't, I mean, yeah. It's still good. It could have been better, but it seems like people still think it's good. Right. Right? It's, yeah, it's a good point, Chris. I don't know. I, I need I need to think about Resident Evil Three some more because I just blasted through it so quickly that it's if it, it feel like it, it came and went, you know. But we we at least have RE Two though, which everybody like unanimously thinks it did a good job. And there were plenty of people before that came out that were saying, "Oh, they shouldn't do this. Resident Evil Two is the best one." Yeah, you know, exactly. like yeah. so. I mean, I at least think we should give Capcom the benefit of the doubt. Right. But anyway, yeah, definitely I would not mind seeing Resident Evil 4 come back in a more modern context. Uh, All right, this is another big deal here. Uh, Let's talk about Jason Schreier leaving Kotaku. So, Josh, I feel like you have a lot to say about this, so let me throw it over to you first. Uh, I I love Jason Schreier. Um, 
I think that he's one of the most influential voices uh, in the video game industry. I think he's incredible. Uh, I think it's a big loss to Kotaku. And I know it's popular to like dunk on Kotaku, but they've had a lot of incredible writers there that have gone on to do really great stuff. And I think Jason Schreier has always been kind of like at the core of a lot of great things that have happened there. Not the only one that's done great things, but like he's like always consistently doing great, been doing great things there. So I think it's very telling. Like, I think that like, he's kind of like, I think, I think him leaving is kind of like really indicative of the future of Kotaku. And I, of course, the reasons he cites are, you know, from the way the website's been run. And of course we've had issues with um, journalism being kind of squeezed tightly for the sake of poor decision-making to just, you know, make more money. And, you know, that's, it's that kind of thing. Um, right. he, he goes into detail and, and talks about it a little bit in his uh, article, but it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's a big deal and it's, uh, it's, it's sad to see him go, but I'm also really excited because it's, it's voluntarily and it's him going to do his next big thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever he does and yeah. I know everybody's going to watch and, you know, follow him, uh, in, in what that is. Yeah, and uh, so he's apparently going on to a different outlet. I don't think he's announced which one yet, so we'll have to see. I mean, whichever outlet it is, they're getting a big, I mean, that's a big win for them. Um, And then the other thing I wanted to mention about this too is, so previously they had a huge following with their podcast called Split Screen, and it was a Kotaku podcast. Um, So that that, uh, podcast is ending, and they're now starting their own podcast, Triple Click Podcast podcast so it's still gonna have jason schreier kirk hamilton and maddie myers um so all three let's see maddie myers still works at kotaku and then kirk hamilton uh quit kotaku a couple years ago and then now jason schreier has left so hopefully it'll be sort of the same podcast but you know if you guys are worried about being able to listen to them talk you don't have anything to worry about you can still listen do you to think them. he's starting his own thing so he's not obstructed by anyone could be. Uh, I mean, Jason Schreier is, as Josh, Josh said, one of the most influential journalists in the industry. And so yeah. I feel like if anybody could do that, it's him, right? Um, I don't know. He, spe- he specifically said he's going to another outlet, though. So... I would be so happy if it was kind of funny. I just think it would be so fucking Yeah, kind of funny. I thought that in the back of my mind. <laughs> well, like, I mean, can you imagine, though? Because, like, he he's he's a writer i mean first and foremost but imagine his writing just being a script and him just you know having his own i don't know um i, kinda, I would love to I see him in a show kind of so. like yeah i know it's unlikely but i would just i would just i would love it because it would just be him having 100 percent creative freedom constantly you know yeah um i keep thinking about ign I don't, again, I don't think that's likely either, but... I could see Polygon, too. Other writers from Kotaku have gone to Polygon. And Polygon's yeah. a really good, uh, ground, you know, uh, area for talent, too. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking more of the, like, the, the outlets you don't normally think of. Like Washington. No, no, no. Even, like, Washington Post or, like, some of these, like, more, like... Video Game Chronicle? Uh, no, I don't think so. I could I, really I see Washington Post, too, Washington because Post. they just launched their video game section launcher, like, last year. Right. And then Gene Park from Washington Post had the big, yeah. great article about him, too. So, right. Which, shout out to Gene Park. He's great, by the way. Um, Maybe Chris... he's, had, he's starting a new uh, gaming section on a newspaper or a big yeah. outlet or something. Something, yeah. Chris, um, what are your thoughts on him leaving Kotaku? 
Um, yeah, it's uh, interesting for sure, especially with the breakup he had with the company and how kind of public it is, I guess. But mm-hmm. it's uh, good that he's going to a different website he feels more comfortable with and he can um, relay um, his uh, stories to uh, the, the public, right? Um, right. So. It'd be interesting to see where he goes next. Um, apparently, he's doing. Um, he's gonna w- be working on his new book for the next mm-hmm. few weeks and looking yep. after um his kid, and then uh, yeah, moving on to the next outlet. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, very curious to see what he does there. I secretly and... hope it isn't kind of funny. I, I really yeah, don't, I don't. I don't, yeah, think I, I, I don't think it will be. I would just. I would love that. But yeah, I. I, th- I think you'd probably be Washington Post or something like that. I agree. With That's you what I keep thinking about. Yeah. Um. And then the other thing I'm. I'm thinking about is just like, what does this mean for Kotaku? I mean, who do they have left? I mean, you Jason could argue. Totillo, Totillo, yeah, I guess. But I mean, they still could... have good writers, but I don't think they have another big thing that could prop up the website. Right. Joseph Yaden could be. <laughs> i appreciate that i don't know i don't know yeah it's very interesting so we'll see i also wanted to plug his book too because we mentioned his second book if you haven't read blood sweat and pixels it's really great and it's very it's, insightful it's wonderful and, yeah um cool so we'll, we'll see what happens with that uh let's see what else oh uh i guess this is our last news story so this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode here although i say that and then we'll be we'll go for two hours um all right so there is this Bloomberg article that came out about PS5 and, you know, sort of what to expect when it comes out at launch. Uh, so, yeah, we've got actually sort of an article recapping it on GameSpot from Steve Watts. But just remember that this the original source is Bloomberg. So I'm actually going to read a little bit of this here and then we'll discuss. Um, so this is the headline. PS5's launch supply could be lower than PS4. This is a report. And again, this is by Steve Watts. It reads, quote, The PlayStation 5 is still planned to launch in 2020, but Sony could reportedly ship fewer PS5 consoles than it did back with the PS4 in 2013. This decision is not directly related to the COVID-19 pandemic, but competition from Xbox Series X and pricing instead. Bloomberg Mm. reports that that an expected high price at launch will result in lower demand, leading to a decrease in production. As a result, The company is only planning to make 5 to 6 million units by March 2021. This is roughly 2 million units fewer than the 7.5 million Sony made for the PS4's launch. Competition may be driving the decision to go forward with limited supply, as the sources said that if Microsoft doesn't delay Xbox Series X, Sony won't delay PS5. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Very interesting. I think that's a wise move. Although I do think it's kind of silly to say that it has nothing to do with the coronavirus. Like, I, I don't know, man. I think it at least somewhat does. Yeah. Um, People have less money to spend on stuff. Well, that's, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, I think it all goes <laughs> hand in hand. In hand. Uh, more expensive chipset means a more expensive unit. And right now, with money being as tight as it is... People are going to buy fewer of them, Smart. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I think it makes sense. Um, and you also want to see that Nintendo-like thing where uh, you want to make sure, like, there's no PS5s aren't everywhere like the PlayStation Classic was, you know? You want to make holy sure that moly, that PS Classic um, was so bad. <laughs> competitive, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, I, I still think $500 is going to be the, the price point here. And, again, we've discussed this multiple times, but... Um, 
that that price point for what you're getting is totally reasonable. In fact, it's almost kind of like a steal. But the mm-hmm. general public doesn't really. No, because all you have to do is yeah. check an inflation ca- calculator. Five hundred dollars now, I mean, is less than five hundred dollars was when the PS uh, when the Xbox One came out for five hundred and the PS Four was like what four hundred. Like, yeah, that's that's not a bad deal. No. Um, it's just like games aren't a bad deal now. Sixty dollars has been the price forever since the uh, since three sixty PS three. Yeah. yeah, and like not for me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's a whole other story, Chris. And I'm so sorry <laughs> for you. I feel so bad. So yeah, it'll, it's interesting there. Um, again, I'm still of the mind that this thing is not coming out this year. But uh, I mean, prove me wrong. Like I've said on multiple occasions. Yeah, I think PS five is going to be five hundred dollars, and I think. It's uh, not going to be as big of a critical or commercial success as uh, the PS4 was. I still think they're playing chicken with the price, too, like both companies. It just seems like it's way too late to be doing that. Yeah. Oh, I agree. But I think think (laughs) Xbox is waiting for Sony to announce it. And I think that PlayStation's hoping Xbox says 500 so they can say 500, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think if PlayStation announces 500, then Xbox might try to undercut. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to get really aggressive. I do think that there's no way in fucking hell Xbox will delay the Series X. And I'm just saying, I'm not saying like Microsoft doesn't make mistakes. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying everybody has been t- telling Microsoft they got to get next gen right. And I guarantee you they're not going to. They're right. not going to fuck it up. Like, they're going to get everything right at launch because they know they have to. So if yep. you're hearing a lot of noise, um, they're just thanking the healthcare workers. So there you <laughs> go. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this will be interesting to see. Uh, again, they're, they're shooting for holiday 2020. So we'll see about that. We'll see what the price is. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for a new box whenever it comes. All right, Chris, do you want yeah. to do your impromptu segment? Uh, for sure, yeah. All right, go ahead. So I thought, as we don't have the, that much news, uh, I could ask some rapid-fire questions towards you and Josh. Let's so, do it. You want to do it? Let's okay. do it. You only have five seconds to respond to each one. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. What is the best beverage? Uh, water. Josh? Mountain Dew. What was it? Mountain Dew. It's so good. It's so tasty. <laughs> I love it. Like I don't drink it all the time, but if it if if it was healthy, oh my god, I would inject it into my veins every day. Oh, god. All right, next one. Next uh, one. Best Smash character. Uh, fuck. Like to, uh, shit. Pikachu. Okay. I I don't have Josh. one. I don't like Smash Brothers. Okay. <laughs> best Sony exclusive. Best Sony exclusive. Uh. At God of War. Okay. Uh, Josh? Uh, 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 Naughty Dog. I can't, <laughs> I can't pick one. Naughty Dog. Last of Us. Not, Naughty Last Dog. Us. I'll just say it for you. Okay, fuck, oh, Mary he... kill. Final okay. Fantasy, Resident Evil, Halo. Okay. Fuck Resident Evil, marry Halo, and kill Final Fantasy. I'm surprised by that, Mr. <laughs> PlayStation. Yeah. How about you, Josh? Uh, same thing. I think a Master Chief would be a great provider. <laughs> <laughs> you bring home the bake. <laughs> uh, what movie do you want to tie in video game for? None. None? None. Okay. Uh, a Quiet Place. Uh, made by Capcom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cod or Titanfall? Uh, Titanfall. 
Uh, I'm surprised by that again. Okay. Uh, Switch or Nintendo 64? Switch, for sure. Uh, Yes, same answer. Okay. Um, Tifa or Jesse? Tifa. Um, I'm not very far in the game, but Tifa's really good at punching stuff, so Tifa. Yes, Uh, I'd be Jesse. Um, Breath of the Wild or Super Mario Odyssey? Oh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, sorry, Odyssey. Okay. Breath of the Wild, for sure. Assassin's Creed or Far Cry? Ah, Far Cry. (laughs) Assassin's Creed. Okay. Okay. And then the last one, McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's, dude. Mac will do all the way. Ah, <laughs> oh. Josh. Uh, McDonald's. Burger King's inconsistent, and I always feel like I'm inside true. of a dirty gas station. That yeah. that that that's actually very true. The decor is not very good. No. Um, Chris. Also, I wanted to clear up um, on the question you asked with, with Titanfall. I didn't. I, I I didn't. I misunderstood what you said. I I didn't realize you said Call of Duty. I'm changing my answer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm changing my answer to Call of Duty. I didn't realize that that's what the first thing you said was. Sorry. Okay, no problem. <laughs> you said Titanfall. I'll just pick Titanfall. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was, I was sweating and under pressure. Uh, yeah, that's, that was that was the that was the point of it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm changing my answer. So whenever we have another slow news week, I'll, I'll do it again. <laughs> okay. Um, just uh, Chris, I wanted to ask you. Uh, which do you think, COD or Titanfall? Which would you prefer? COD. Yeah. Okay. Both that the fish fun. as well. The fish as well. I, I the fish. Cod. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. The most important part of our show. There it is. A little bit late. Better late than never. I'm Sorry, rocking, you're lying. <laughs> I'm rocking a, an orange. Just orange. It just says Ooh, orange. Sounds good. Mm. It is bubbly. Mm. It is... Um, what are some other adjectives? It is fruity. Fruity. It is naturally essenced. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. What that is it means, smooth? Uh, not smooth. No, it's it, kind of. It's no calorie. <laughs> is it? Is it no calorie? No calorie. Is it static? Yeah. Well, zero sweetener. Yeah, you're right. No calorie. Also, the spelling of the word calorie is weird. It is pretty it is. strange. Yeah. Um. All right. On that note, thank you, Chris. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, let's take a little break, and then when we come back, we'll answer our listener question, which I'm very excited about, by the way. And then we'll talk more about what we've been playing. So we'll be right back. All right, everybody, we are back. Thanks for joining us again on episode 65 of ActiveQuest. We appreciate you listening. Um, So this is the segment of the show where we answer your listener questions. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow via email at ActiveQuestPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can uh, comment on our Twitter thread, uh, which goes live every Wednesday, where we solicit questions from the audience. And you guys can ask us whatever you'd like on there. Um, we have a question here from Sam, and <laughs> I just love that. He is so funny. I used to work with him at PlayStation Lifestyle. He is really, really funny. Um, Sam Guglielmo. I know I'm butchering that. I'm so sorry. But Sam, you're very funny. And his question, it's very simple. It's, what is the best Sam in video games? So 
We've compiled a list. We did a little bit of research. <laughs> yeah, we put a lot of time into this. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so I'm just going to run down the list here, and then we'll each pick our favorite ones. Is that good? Does that sound fair? Okay. Um, so here's the list we've got. And, of course, we're missing some, and the listeners are probably screaming at their... Let, let us know what Sam you like. Yeah let, it, yeah, let us know which ones we're forgetting. All right, here's the list we've compiled. Um, oh, and by the way, this is... <laughs> oh, okay, it's fixed. <laughs> it said Sam... It just said Sam F I S H E, Sam Fish, <laughs> Sam Fisher <laughs> from Splinter Cell, uh, Samus, which I think also was misspelled. <laughs> I don't know who did. <laughs> I don't know who did this, but uh, it's probably me. Um, Samus from Metroid, um, Sam Porter Bridges from uh, Death Stranding, Pajama Sam, I guess from Pajama Sam, Sam and Max, uh, Jetstream Sam, Serious Sam. Sam the Robot. What's that from? Sam the Robot? Uh, oh, what's it called? The Outer Worlds. Oh, The Outer Worlds. Okay. Sam from Tomb Raider and then Sam Drake from Uncharted. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God, it's so tough. You know, I, initially, I want to say Sam Fisher just because he's such a badass. And yeah, of course. But if we include Samus, I don't know if you can include Samus because, you know, that's kind of a stretch. But if you can include Samus, I would probably say Samus. That's a not- Sam. Uh, yeah 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 yeah. okay fair enough oh god i don't know samus or sam fisher for me it's samus i think that you have something special in your heart if you can make boba fett look like a bitch (laughs) and i know i'm gonna get some 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 anger stewing but i just think that samus is like a fucking badass like she's great the most badass she can roll into a ball and throw bombs like that's pretty fucking hardcore Mm, you're convincing me, but Sam Fisher is really compelling as well. Ooh, I don't know. Think um, about Chris. those green goggles, dude. That's right. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. We should all just agree on pajama Sam because he's got the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris, which who's the best Sam? Uh, Sam Drake, I think. Is, he uh, is pretty great. Yeah. Pretty funny, quippy. Has some good dialogue with uh, Nathan, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's a pretty great character. Joseph, you didn't play that much Uncharted, so I'm just going to kind of fill, fill you in. He's Nathan Drake's brother. He's like basically like a, he's like a Han solo we kind of character. You yeah. know, he's like a little wise guy, but he's a little scoundrel man. A little scoundrel I, I like man. him more in the side game, actually, as well. What's this? Uh, Lost, Lost Legacy. Legacy. Lost yeah. Legacy, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Josh, best Sam. Um, Man, I was all in on Samus, and then Chris mentioned, you know, reminded me of Sam Drake. I'm still going to go with Samus, but Sam Drake's great. Yeah, man, I'm so torn I'm between Samus and Sam Fisher. I need to think Wait, about that a little bit more. Chris, isn't Sam Drake voiced by Troy Baker? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That makes it hard, too. <laughs> I'm staying with Samus. Dude, Troy Baker is great. I'm going to go with Samus still, though. But it's, 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 I'm with Joseph in that. This is, this is tricky. I think the lesson that maybe Sam's trying to teach us is that there are uh, a lot of great Sams out there. There certainly are. There certainly are. All right. So thank you, Sam, again. That was a great little exercise there. Um, All right, guys, let's talk about what we've been playing. Not a whole lot uh, has come out. Actually, I don't think anything really has come out since last week, but we've been playing some video games nonetheless. I have been playing something. um, Oh, you've been playing something recently. Yeah, that's going to come out soon. Is it? Can you talk about it or no? Guild Gear Strive. Yes, I can. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so there's, there's been a bunch of people streaming it, so I think I'm okay. So, Guilty Gear Drive is an upcoming anime fighting game from Arc System Works. 
you're known for Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Blaz Blue, uh, things like that. So yeah, they're a really good fighting game studio. And this is fucking phenomenal. Like this, just how it looks. All the animations are, are fantastic. Like, they're beautiful. And uh, the gameplay mechanics so far seem uh, really fun, especially for me, who's like a mainstream kind of guy. Uh, I think they're steering away from the um, kind of like the heavy fighting game crowd and more for like a mainstream audience, which I kind of like. So <laughs> That could piss people off, though. Like the... Oh, yeah, it would definitely piss people off. But I think there's a balance there. And uh, I think the Guild Gear games have never really appealed to me because of that um i know learning curve but uh i'm able to really enjoy this and get into the uh beta um i've only played versus cpu so far so i don't know what the online connectivity is like but the cool thing is is that they're finally bringing in bringing in rollback netcode with guilty gear strive so when the full release comes out um it'll have fantastic netcode which is great and which platform this is this on? This is on PS4. It's on PS4, uh, but I think the game will also release on Switch and PC. Maybe Xbox One, but definitely Switch and PC as cool. well as PS4. What else have you been playing, Chris? Yeah, um, I've been playing Pokemon Go again. Um, I finally got some data on my plans, so I was able to walk outside with you know social distancing, of course. But um, man, I've you been... went outside. How was that? Uh, Good. It's sometimes stressful, like when people are looking at you weird, you know, <laughs> for coughing out the blue or something like that. That's um. How did the sky look? I've heard, I heard the sky has been looking a lot beautiful, better. Beautiful, beautiful. It's um over in BC, over here. Uh, the temperatures have gone up to fifteen Celsius. Um, so I don't know what I that is what in your means. crazy Fahrenheit. No, language. I have no idea what that means. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's it's been. We've had a few nice days here and there. I've, I've been able to wear a shirt. And, Joseph, that's about sixty degrees. No oh, jacket 60. or anything. Yeah, sixty. So it's that's been good. It's been really good. Yeah. Uh, so I just you catch been, any good Pokemans? Uh, I haven't I haven't caught any rare ones, but I was able to pick up um, some some of the new Pokemon that have been added over the years because I haven't picked up for like two years. And mm-hmm. um, I like the combat. So I I like the battle system. It's basic, but it's kind of cool going to different gyms and taking out other mm-hmm. Pokemon along the way. You know, sure. uh, Team Rocket's in in there now, so you can fight Rocket Team Rocket battles. Um, so yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with Pokemon Go, and I hope Joseph, you can go back into it. I might. It's weird now. I, I, I feel like I haven't been going out as much, obviously. Uh, right? And so. that's good. That's good. I shouldn't be going out every day to have a walk or a run, but, you know. I think I as am. long as you stay away from people, you're okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying away from people as far as I can. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? What else? Yeah, Uh. I'll run through these really quick. So, Dissidia, Final Fantasy, Opera, Omnia. Um, it's a turn-based... Um, mobile game based on the Dissidia Final Fantasy series and it has a really interesting battle system that is uh, revolving around the fighting game system so it's it's really cool um, I love all the different characters you can find and unlock for free um, it, it does have a gotcha system but there's so much content out there for you to unlock you know I don't really have a big issue with it and there's a it's a fun little story it's it's all in good fun but it's not super serious or anything yeah it's, it, it's just fun to go through and play 
So that's awesome. There you go. Uh, yeah. Um, do you want to tell everybody about that amazing play I had today in Warzone that we both had actually? Oh yeah, yeah. We we were we were staying inside this small building, just uh, and then I told Joseph to go prone, go prone. All right, because <laughs> like the people are less likely to see if they walk into a building and they, they don't exactly look down, do they? They look at head level. Right. So we were, we blasted the, the two or three or four people at, at one go. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, that was so awesome. I mean, I had one clip and I took, I, I think I got credit I for all those. Too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm saying I had one cl- magazine of ammo, right? Oh, so, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I took out. I think three people with one clip <laughs> and in Warzone, that's really hard. Cause the, the time to kill is a lot longer. Yeah. That was so awesome. Warzone, man. I, that's some of the most fun I've had in a video game in a really long time. Yeah. So I know we say this every week, Josh, you need to join us. Why don't you play with us this weekend? Yeah, we should do that. It'd be fun. Since it, since there's cross play. Um, Chris, time. Chris, uh, what else? What else? Tell us more. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bioshock, uh, it's way better than I remember it. God was. damn it, that game is good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very good. The pacing, the um, cinematic kind of like elements of it uh, that I think is kind of missing in PS4 generation. You know, in the PS4 generation, you know. Um, huh. Interesting. Yeah, because like you see, the game like focuses on you looking at specific things. Um, uh, as the game's going on like a big daddy moving on the side uh, mm-hmm. in a different room or something and it grows that tension uh, i feel like yeah. we're missing because of the open worldness of most games we're missing that uh linear mm-hmm. scene focus you know like right. the, that cinematic storytelling um that games can bring um and bioshock is awesome for that um yeah i i, I love the decision between um getting rid of the little sister or um saving her you know so that's, that's really cool yeah i'm 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 really enjoying the game so far so yeah yeah and you've out. played you've played bioshock before right yes i have um i got stuck a few times and got a bit annoyed with the hacking and the turrets and you know i'm still getting annoyed at the turrets but you know i'm getting i think i'm a a, a better gamer in a way yeah like I, I like I can understand things a bit more in terms of what's going on in the story and appreciate it more, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also faster at the hacking and uh, I know more about what's going on and what um, Kevin Levine that's his name right Ken Levine Ken Levine Ken Levine is uh, bringing to the table so yeah yeah Bioshock still remains one of my favorite games of all time yeah might be in my top ten favorite games of all time it is just man it's just so special. Uh, we got to do that again. N- yeah, nothing else has even come close in terms of an atmospheric storytelling sort of uh, feature there. I just think it's so awesome. And I know, Josh, you love Bioshock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Chris, anything else? Yeah, um, just one thing I want to mention is that I think we should do the top 10 games again now. Um, because yeah. we did that for episode one and it sounds like cool shit. Oh, it does. Um, it sounds like horse and donkey shit mixed together. Yeah, it sounds like an Oreo soup. Um, <laughs> no, God, please. <laughs> no, I, I kind of want to look it up now, the more you oh, keep talking god, about Oh, God, it. oh, God, oh, God. Don't. But, uh... <laughs> just, just, just a warning to you. Okay. And then I, I played uh, I played a little bit of Watch Dogs 2. I just picked it up today. And, oh, my God, dude, the... Uh, that San Francisco is just apparent in this game. It's just right? 
Oh it's my the god! The main it character. Just, it brings that personality through very well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, there's a street that is just full of pride flags and stuff, and there's all sorts of characters around um, that represent that culture. And, right. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just phenomenal so far. Beautiful um, game, and I actually yeah. think the main character is a lot better than the first oh, Watchdog. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. immediately. Yeah. He just has more personality, and what well, the first Watchdogs was very much like a. A proof of concept sort of like assassin's creed and, and yeah. you know all these other examples like that where really cool ideas but you know need to be fleshed out more and i think watchdogs 2 is awesome and um i'm pretty excited for watchdogs legion whenever that comes out yeah so, yeah cool um awesome chris uh i look forward to hearing more from you about uh bioshock because i that's again one of my favorite games um we'll talk about final fantasy here in a second once we all uh since we've all been uh playing it um josh what else have you been playing besides final fantasy still been playing some sonic mania kind of stuck right now and thinking about coming back to it later i'm in the hydro city zone and it's pissing me off because I, I got stuck at that point as well <laughs> one of my complaints with sonic even when i was a kid like and i love sonic on a genesis too um i've never thought that he controlled very precise like i think mario can control well you know really precise i don't think sonic does he's just too like he just he moves really he doesn't he just has he just moves weird i don't know so um he's fine for like long stretches and stuff but whenever it comes down to like precise movements i just don't think sonic works well with that so i wish they'd stop asking the player to do that Mm -hmm. because sonic moves around like a fucking slinky (laughs) because like I'm, i'm good at platformers you know like i'm the person where like Becca or like my brother in law will like get stuck on a super mario maker level and then they're like josh you do it and like i can do it um and like super meat boy i'm good at th- i'm fucking good at that game so like it's not me it's fucking sonic and i wish they would stop it because whenever they just avoid that kind of stuff sonic's always great but you know whenever they introduce like really precise sections and underwater bullshit anyway i've been having a great time up until this area and now i'm like man fuck this game uh-huh. <laughs> so just just get but, through um, it yeah because I, yeah i, I just I need to get through with it. that part too um and uh uh i've been playing the short hike i know it's not a super long game so i'll probably finish it this weekend i played like an hour or so of it and um really enjoying it i got it for free in the epic game store but it's a it's a cute little indie game i uh wanted to play it after vaughn recommended it from indie pod as a game he really liked and it's just it's nice it's warm it's the graphics kind of remind me of animal crossing but like old animal crossing because they're like they're kind of it's kind of pixely you know kind of gave me nintendo 64 vibes as well yeah that's a good way to mm -hmm. it's like really colorful and i don't know it's just it's nice um very interesting i that's one that i hope comes to switch i I think that's a game that's like prime for switch A, a lot of these games that start out on pc they often come over to switch and switch is like the the new like indie machine you know that would do incredible on switch right that game um Cool. So uh, let me just quickly talk a little bit about Animal Crossing, and then we can jump back into some Final Fantasy discussion here. Um, so I beat, in quotation marks, beat, whatever that means, uh, Animal Crossing. And basically, <laughs> that's just, what I, what I mean by that is I, uh, I got the credits to roll. So the way you do that is you have to get your town up to a three-star rating, and then KK comes to your town and does a little concert for you. Um mm. So my switch clock says something close to like a hundred hours. Holy I don't shit. know how accurate that is. I feel like I might have let it sit 
you know, while, while I was away for a little bit of that, but somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 hours, which is just mind boggling to me since I've had it for less than a month now. And man, this game, it's just, it's, I don't, I've, I haven't played a game like this in a really long time where it captivated me like this, where I literally wake up every single day and I'm so excited to play it. Um, so right now I'm like getting my town all organized. I have my little neighborhood I'm working on. I have my little like, uh, sort of like downtown area where there's the shops, uh, getting fixed. I've got, uh, my stores all like, you know, in, in a little row and I'm sort of upgrading everything. And it's just one of those games where I, I'm going to probably put a hundred more hours into it, maybe more. Um, and Chris, I know you recently got a copy or you're waiting um, for it it's to ship. It's in the post or... now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Will at uh, Switchwatch. Um, so, so we can look forward to some content from you on that, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to be writing some articles about it. Um, and um, I'm actually, I, I guess I can say this now. I'm going to be the editor of Switchwatch. That's and, awesome. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, they're great people over there. I worked there for a short time, and yeah, those guys are really, really nice. Um, and so, yeah, maybe next week you'll have some to talk about about uh, uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, cool. So I don't think I'll like it, to be honest, but we'll see. Um, maybe not. I don't know. It the, See, my initial problem with Animal Crossing, and I've played – all I've actually played is that and New Leaf – um new when i played new leaf i liked it at first but it was weird because i just didn't know what the goal was and in this game it's more it's way more clear what your goal is and it's a lot easier to track your progress and like you know it's very clear what you're supposed to do this one's also had a lot of like really good like modernizations and quality of life changes that i think's made it a lot like easier to love right exactly um okay so let's talk a little bit more about final fantasy 7 i think we've all chris and i are about at the same spot we're like 15 hours in somewhere like that maybe closer to 20 um josh have you had any time uh to put into final fantasy 7 i think i'm like like seven hours into it six hours somewhere in there okay i'm not quite where you guys are but I'm, i'm really enjoying it yeah so tell us your thoughts on it. We didn't really get to hear much from you last week since you hadn't played it yet. Yeah, um, I I really like it. I I I've, I heard that they made Cloud better. So I then the like in the original one, I heard they kind of tweaked him a little bit. I didn't really play much the original, but uh, so I can't really speak on that. But I I like Cloud a lot in this. Um, he's a very likable character. Um, I want him to do well. Um, you know, like I'm rooting for him and stuff. So I don't know. He's <laughs> I, I like him. I like I like that I'm playing as Cloud. Um, Cloud to me feels like the character that would be like your character's partner in games. Mm. Usually, you know, like it feels like you're playing as like the, the cool side guy. Kick. Yeah, it feels like you're playing as like like the 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 like the the hero of the story instead of being like aligned with with like the I don't know. He just seems like the person that you'd usually be um, like part of your team, but not who you're playing as. So I, I don't know. It's he feels like a really special character, so I, I like Cloud, um, Tifa, and, and Barrett, and uh, I'm not good with names. I like I like uh, Badger, from oh, Badger, Badger, Wedge, Wedge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love him. <laughs> Dude, glad he's there. That guy's voice is just so. It's perfect. It's like yeah. so, it's so recognizable. Perfect. I mean, yeah. he he pretty much. Like, he, I don't know that there's anything he can do to mask that, right? Like, you're going to hear that and go, oh, that's Badger from Breaking Bad. Yeah, immediately I pulled my phone out and was like, IMDb, yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's it's just, it's really hard to explain uh, how special the game feels. It 
feel it feels like a launch title to me, but like in a good way. It feels like that exciting game that you play at launch. Yeah, that's a great point, you know? Josh. That's a really good point. Um, tell me your thoughts on the combat. I I love the combat. I I don't remember specifics about it, so I might be wrong on this. I remember reading that you could also do the standard like old school turn based combat. Is that true? No, I don't think that's right. I thought okay. I thought that too. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's right, Chris. Okay, I was just no, okay. it's not right. Um, there, but there's something. There's can, like a yeah, you can like make it's it. It's a really lame mode. Um, okay, I just yeah, I was just mentioning that because nothing like that. I was just gonna say I'm playing like the standard combat that the the remake has. So I don't know about you know. It, it, I, I I I'm just mentioning the way I'm playing. I'm just playing the way the game defaults you to it. You know, right? Yeah. Um, I I, I really like it. I think it's a really good modern bounce you know for jrpg combat i hope that we see more of this yeah um because i like like you know old school turn-based like pokemon combat that's that's fun that's fine but this just feels appropriate for this kind of game it feels um like i'm part of the action more which feels really appropriate for these characters that i'm learning so much about it, it makes me feel more connected to the game that's it's cool. an, it's and an it's evolution fun. of the turn-based um mechanics i think mm-hmm. like yeah it feels like it yeah yeah for sure so I, I love it. I look forward to battles. And even though I love JRPGs, I'm sure there's other people out there that I felt like this over the years. Even though I love like JRPGs and I'll still go back and replay old ones, I don't always look forward to battles. You know, it's like it's fun sometimes, but other times I don't really like them because I'm trying to do, you know, the thing and oh, I don't want to do the combat right now. I want to do this. Whereas like in, in this game, I actually like get excited when there's a battle because it's like it's just it's really fun. Like it's really good fun combat and i like the bounce with the uh uh fuck what's it called ap the apb uh, or at atb something yeah yeah is that what it's called yeah i yeah I, I like that um and then like the limit breaks like that that's really cool and um the only thing i don't like is you can't heal or i haven't figured it out but you can't heal outside of battle yeah you can you can like yeah, I yeah, can use can. Potions. Yep. yeah 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 you can either sit at a bench or you can just like use a, use a an item or a spell. Uh, press X, yeah, yeah, and then the menu comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, can okay, totally maybe I just didn't find that yet, or, or like, if you how sleep. To do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I am still in love with this game. I'm excited mm-hmm. to. I'm probably gonna finish it this weekend. Maybe I'm about. Maybe not this weekend. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But I'm like, I think around halfway finished now. I'm on, I'm on chapter nine, and. It's just, it gets really weird, and I love it, and I don't want to spoil what I've done so far, but it, it, I've, I just, I've never played a game like this before, I guess, with where the story is this bizarre. Um, Josh, it's interesting you say you like Cloud, because I actually really don't like Cloud. I think he's... Hmm. What? Uh, yeah, he's my least favorite character oh, in the whole thing. <laughs> okay, you and I, I th- have a problem. I think, <laughs> I think, I think... Uh, Barrett is probably my favorite. He's so funny and just off the wall. And I, even like the, you know, Tifa and Aerith and all. Cloud to me is just like this robot almost. Like he's. Oh, like he, I really disagree. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he opens up a little bit. It, it's almost like the Terminator in a way where, where you know, where the, the kid in the Terminator is trying to teach Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, like human mannerisms and stuff. And like he just doesn't get it. And I think that's kind of how I feel about Cloud. I don't know. I just think he's like a boring okay. character. But can, can maybe... we talk about this? Sure, okay. go ahead, Chris. <laughs> because I, 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 I really disagree with you. Because like you see, 
that he's had a troubled past. Um, you can see that from the flashbacks that he gets and um, his um, rank as a soldier, you know, first class. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's troubled, uh, but and he's afraid of showing his feelings. He's shy. But with his interactions with Aerith, I'm um, trying to avoid spoilers and yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. But you, you could see him starting to open up. And I love that. I, yeah. I love that uh, a lead character for JRPG is flawed. And he's learning to communicate with others and trying to get out of his, um, his uh, I don't know. Come out of his shell. Come out of his shell. That's it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm with you, and I think I think the game can turn it around. Like like I said, I haven't finished it yet, but like if at the end of the game he's like a lot more open, and and you can tell that there's been an evolution, that's awesome, and I would totally be on board with you, that. You, I can see that already. I can honestly see that already. He's being a bit more playful. He's um, talking more with his party, and uh, I I just like that. I I really yeah, like that that's, evolution that's of the a, character. And that's a really important factor that you don't really see a whole lot in games. I mean, if you even go back to, like, the fundamentals of film and, like, the protagonist and all this, it's uh, the definition of a protagonist is the character that goes through the most change, right? Yeah. And so I think that's a lot of times that's missing in in video games. I mean, think of, you know, any pretty much any game, right? Like, where... You play as like a, a, a character that speaks that has a personality. A lot of times they aren't a whole lot different at the end, you know. And so, yeah, Chris, that's a great point you bring up. I think there's a very clear evolution of this character. Just so far up to this point, I am not wild about him, and I think the other characters are are they have way more personality than he does. But I am totally open to the idea that the game will change my mind at the end. Yeah, I wanted to add two because I forgot to mention I really like the music and sound oh effects. Oh my god. god! Oh my god! The music. <laughs> I love our reactions to that. <laughs> yeah. I posted. It's, just, uh, it's great. Yeah, I posted this video of me on Twitter just jamming out to one of the songs. I think it's the song on chapter seven or eight. Is it's it just, a remix of that cave theme? It it, it is. Because uh, that is amazing. That. It, it is from the original. It's like a remix from the original. Yeah. Um, but, oh my goodness. Yeah, I want this soundtrack. I want to listen to it. Yeah. And it's just, oof. It, soundtrack of the year, I think, so far. Yeah, if it doesn't win Best Music in the Game Awards, I'll be very upset. Yeah. Unless I know Persona wins. I know Persona has a good soundtrack, but I don't know that it's yeah. fair to, to qualify that now because it no. already, I mean, it came out in 2017. So I don't know if you can count this as a new soundtrack. But it's just, I, what I love about this game is just the bloody, the blockbuster feel of it. You know, there's, there's so much attention to detail with the environments and mm-hmm. the battles are so epic. And the boss battles have different kind of boss, ba- uh, boss music. Right. Uh, just, it's just everything. It's just so well made, so well yeah. polished. And that's the reason why it feels like a launch title because Square Enix is putting everything they can into this remake. Yep. Um, I didn't. And I... like this, this is what Final Fantasy used to be on the PS1 era, you know? They used to be the top of the top, the creme of the creme uh, in terms of uh, graphics, in terms of uh, storytelling and mechanics. And this is the return to form that Square, Square Enix um, is at. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Still curious about the future of this uh, saga, the Final Fantasy VII saga. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of questions. And also, I know that people have uh, have been sort of, I guess, debating about the ending of this. Yeah, of, of I've heard part. about that too. I don't know what it is. I think I'm gonna... right. Oh my god! Oh. I think I'm right. Someone else dies. Oh, all right. Yeah, I am, we'll... I'm so. Oh, let's not spoil it. But yes, not Josh... without spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say I'd like to do a a, a separate uh, thing where we where we do spoil the game and talk about it once we all finish yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that way I'd when listeners that. finish, they could listen if they want. But that way we could also, you know, kind of get into it more too. Right. Um, One more thing I want to mention that I think it makes it really special too is I think that the way they blend uh, cutscenes and gameplay have been very good. I don't ever feel like oh this should have been gameplay or oh this should have been yeah. a cutscene. I think they pick the right moments for each, and it serves the game well for you know doing that. And right. you can thank Kingdom Hearts three for that. Never heard of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I will say there there are some minor gripes I have with it, but overall, yeah, I think it's uh, it's really impressive. I guess the one <laughs> that we were talking about this earlier. When yeah, we were it's really it. weird. So the one thing I have the the problem I have is just the the huge noticeable difference in the character models uh, if they're not main characters like the Mm -hmm. side characters they kind of look like butt and maybe it's not that they look like butt maybe it's just that the main characters look so good that by comparison the side characters they are very attractive it's distracting they are very attractive oh my god right (laughs) it made me realize that i'm not a main character in my life I'm I'm just a I'm like an NPC in somebody else's life, you know. You're you're a low poly NPC. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a low poly Final Fantasy VII model. No, it's it's noticeable, and some of the buildings and some of the environmental textures are really distracting because I'll see like you know cloud. And then, it, like, the camera gets kind of weird. It gets close to a doorknob, and I'm like, holy fuck, that's a PS1 doorknob. Right. Like, not not quite, but, like, it's just really noticeable. Really, it, it looks fine, but not great. But, and then the other thing I was thinking is, am I okay with that? And I honestly, I think I would be okay with seeing more of that happen sometimes in some games. Um, because it's almost like, oh, that's, like, a minor detail. Like, it doesn't really matter. I'd almost rather... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'd be okay with that happening more in some games. Not all games, but if you're going to make a game where, like, you know, 80% of it looks, like, fucking, like, amazing, and, like, 20% is like, oh, that's just a wall over there, don't worry about it, I think I might be sometimes okay with that. Like, I don't think it bothers me. Right. Other than it is distracting. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, making a game is no easy task, and Mm -hmm. you can't make every character look as good as the main characters. I mean, I guess you could, but number one, this game wouldn't come out for another year, probably. (laughs) And then uh, it would be a lot more expensive. Like, just all this stuff, right? So, And it's also kind of like, who cares? Like, really? I mean, I don't know. The game's not worse for it. I, I mean, it's you know, a little distracting, I think, and a yeah, part of me would have liked uh, would would have liked to see those characters fleshed out a little bit more. But overall, I think the package is is pretty complete, and I'm happy with it so far. Again, I'm about halfway through. Chris and I are about the same spot, so perhaps next week we will have finished it. So we'll see. How long is it? Do you think? Um, thirty I'd hours, say, I've heard. Yeah, 30, 40, 35, 40 hours, something okay. like that. So it is doable in a week. I think. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention. Uh, we were talking like things we don't like. I I'm not thrilled with the, the with the side quests I've done so far. Really? Yeah. Some of them are weird. I'm kind of like, uh, some of these like I would have been okay with them just cutting it out. Like, why is this in the game? Mm-hmm. 
But I, not not all of them, but just, you know, I was just, I was thinking to myself, you know, if they would have cut out some of these side quests, maybe they could have made some of these character models look better. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I do think the world feels a bit more fleshed out because of the side quests. That's and, true. Yeah. I do like fighting other things and, um, and soldiers, or the Shimmer right. soldiers and uh, things like that. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's a good distraction and a nice kind of break to the 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 action of the main storyline right and you so get I, more xp and stuff so it's always good and this you find is cats, a, you know that's that's the best that's thing. the best you part about the game cats. And this is kidding. definitely a game of the year contender <laughs> for me though absolutely yeah um just cool. fix your loading square enix that's yeah fix the loading, the loading. Just, oh yeah the loads yeah. are a little long um cool so that's pretty much it about final fantasy and that's pretty much it for this episode uh so we want to thank everybody for listening and let's do our little plugs here. Chris, where can people find you when you're not on ActiveQuest? Uh, you can find me at sipreadrepeat.com and switchwatch.co.uk. Uh, you can listen to Go Beyond, a My Hero Academia podcast. We just covered episode two, and it's still remain- remaining to be really fun to talk about this anime with Vaughn. He's it, just hilarious, and uh, we have a great conversation every time. Hmm. Check it out. And what about on Twitter? On Twitter, my Twitter handle is at Pennywell Writes. You can check my stuff out there too. And Josh, where can people find you when you're not on the show? Um, Twitter at uh, Mr. Josh Nichols and uh, Twitch JerkJerk77. I've been home a lot more, so I've been playing a lot more games, and I'll probably be doing more streaming. Um, I want to remind everybody too, as you know, all this shit's going on. Don't forget that you can, uh, you know, play games with. Uh, family that might not always be open to it you know yeah now's a great time Definitely to try to get people point. into gaming and show people you know what an exciting hobby this is and how it's not just like you know it's not pong anymore you know like we've got a, a lot of really crazy things happening and i think there's a game out there for everybody jackbox is the best way to do that with, i think so yeah don't play games like I, I remember playing jackbox in um in the college dorm room the dormitory right um, <laughs> that's awesome and then uh, a bunch of girls came in who weren't gamers at all. They they were just interested in what was going on, on the screen, and then they joined us. Um, so it's, it's really fun <laughs> uh, for everyone. Yeah, and those can be played remotely really easily. All you have to do is stream it, you know, and then give people the the you know True. room code. Yeah. And if you don't want to like have your match like publicly visible, you could do like a private uh, like unlisted link like yeah. type stream on YouTube. Or the something. best way to do it is for a Discord group. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've been doing this quite a few times with my American mates. Um, you could just join the stream. Uh, it's private. It's not being shared to anyone else. And it's a really good response time. So yeah. It's perfect for Jackbox. Um, and as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Yaden. And I've thrown a couple pitches out there. So maybe you'll see my work somewhere. Who knows? I don't like to get too, too invested into that stuff. Because right now the games journalism sphere is just so dire and it's not great so we're thinking of all the journalists out there and everybody you know who's sort of uh questioning whether or not they're going to have a job and all that so uh but nonetheless we appreciate you guys for listening and this has been episode 65 we'll be we'll be back next week for episode 66 so take care everybody Bye. bye
Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Adventure has its own style. It's made of tall trees, unpaved trails, and at the center, the most capable Subaru Forester yet, the 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. It comes with 9.2 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and advanced dual-function X-Mode. Discover adventure on a deeper level. The 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness.